This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Any questions, points, whatever, now your turn. Yes. What time is Mincha? Okay, good. Yes. You introduce yourself. What's your name? Lazarus. Where are you from? Rockville. Wow, that's close to hometown. Yeah. You you that by Kreiser or or in Chabad? Reichik, who's there in Chabad? No. Arrested. Arrested. Yeah. You're Israeli. Most most of Israelis. Your Israeli family? I have Israeli. Yeah. I know Rockville and Chabad, especially focus on Israelis. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now that there's no Israelis, I don't know what they mean Chabad, but yeah, I'm, like, my parents moved. They moved from where? Haifa. How long ago? 20 years ago. 20 years ago, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I want to ask if Rosh Hashiva has any service or any Malachim um, how old are you? 19. What? 19. <laughs> um, so, I, I think people make, um, people make a mistake in thinking that chinuch is what you tell your kids with, with words. Chinuch is what you tell your kids, but not with words. Um, let's give an example. Imagine you have a person who tells his kids eating spinach is very important for you and seeing museums is very, very good for you. The parents um, drink beer and, and go to bars and, or clubs. So the kid learns an important lesson from it. The best thing to do is to drink and go to clubs and to tell your kids to eat spinach and go to museums. A child is naturally born to mimic his parents. If his father grabs a Gemara whenever he can, or his father is, um, when somebody knocks <coughs> on the door, the umpteenth Mishalok knocks on the door and you're tired, you're hungry, and you still go down and you open up and you smile and then you give. So the child sees that as being worthy of emulation. If the father is not like that, but he tells him, the most important thing to do is learning that's the greatest thing, he never opens a safer. Or he tells him chesed is, is very, very important, and, and tells him a little story about chesed, but, but he, he doesn't open up the door for Mishola, or he says some nasty things. That lesson stays. So we, at, the most you impress a child is when you are that. Because a child naturally looks up to things his father looks up to. If a person says, if a person when he sees a, a, a big car go by, he says, wow. And if he sees something that's big, he says, fine. With that tone of voice, the kid understands which is more important, even if his father says differently. So just like a baby reacts to you to be scared or to smile by the tone of your voice, not by what you say, that, that's really what a child also picks up. So, so the most important thing is, that the person project a true self, and that that true self be what he wants his kids to be like. Yeah. 
Um, What's your name? My name's Elior. Elior, from where? From Florida. Where? Florida. Florida. Also Israeli parents? Or? My mom, yeah. Elior, yeah, in Florida. So those are two, you know. Yeah. Next to Rockford is, yeah. Different, but yeah. Where, you, where, where did you go to school? Uh, yeshiva High School. In Boca Raton, not Miami. That's a Chavetz Chaim, like a Chavetz Chaim Yeshiva? Yeah. No. I just want to relax one, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so, first, thank you for taking time to visit us. My question is. I, I, I really enjoy the setting, I enjoy the, the voice. It's, uh, it is, it's a very special, yeah. Thank you. Um, how is a person supposed to look at uh, challenges that are, whether they're in himself or they're placed on him, whether it's like family, family responsibilities or something like that? How should one's attitude be towards that? Whether like the correct or appropriate response would be like, why is this happening to me? As opposed to like, what, what would the Rav say would be like a appropriate response to the challenges that person goes through? So, um, so, so let's let's um, let's give let's give an, a, an example. Uh, imagine a person is driving a car. He's expecting to to go on on a highway. Um, from Taldiv Yishlayim, Shaykhaldiv, and he's going by, and there's a pothole, and the car jumps. He says some choice words. Then he, he, he a few a few uh, a kilometer later, there's like ten thousand cars on the highway. He says a few more words, and somebody runs out in the middle, and he has to swerve, and Kolo very very angry, very upset. Scenario one. Scenario two, a person is going at a very famous golf course. And he, he, he goes standing there, and this thing is like straight up. And there's a bump in the middle. And, and, the, and the, he doesn't curse. And he doesn't get annoyed. And he goes through 18 holes, and, and, and every one of them has worse service than the other one. And he doesn't see why. The answer is, the first person expected to have a straight highway. He wanted to get as quickly as possible to Tel Aviv, and everything that's there is unnatural. It's it's taking away from his tachlis, and therefore he he is extremely upset. The guy in the golf place, the tachlis is to be able to have the skill and and the and the wherewithal of overcoming all these different things, and the fact that it's a great challenge is what he's here for. And therefore, that's his challenge, and, and, and therefore he's 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 overcoming. We, we, everyone gets everyone that you know once you once you set your ruchni's goals and you know a person reaches an age where this is he wants to do Hashem, you know, and so on. So we paint an ideal picture, which is the ideal picture. I want to learn all this, so on, so on, so forth. All of a sudden, there are a lot of obstacles. So we get very upset and frustrated and upset if people said it, we said it. But that's not what it is really. We're looking for, Akadosh Baruch Hu put every person in this world for different tachlis. And one person's world in this tachlis is to, to go as quick as possible on the highway. And one person is to keep getting derailed and not giving up and going back again and again and again. Um, we don't know. We'll, we'll know one day, but so we have to assume nobody chose which parents he has, nobody chose which community to go up to, nobody chose which school he goes to, nobody chose abilities he has, and so on. Akash chose the fit. 
So once I understand why Rochlius is to do this despite that, then it's a very different, then it's a very different feeling. Um, so I, I could be bewildered, I, I could not figure out what else of it, but whatever it is, Kajdorfer wanted me to run this obstacle course and, and to do well. This is the coach of mine that's coming out from a person who has all these things. I want to tell you something, there's somebody, um, I do the test for the Shiva in New York, and a year and a half ago, so lot, you, know, you see a lot of people come through, and you know, a year and a half ago, two years ago, a year and a half ago, two years ago, somebody comes take the test. A 21-year-old person, he is short and thin, in, in other words, um, very um, severely, some sort of genetic effect, which he, he, he's about as big as an 11 year old, and blind, totally blind from when he was born. And I, I did a double take, a triple take, and the boy walks in, sits down in front of me, he has this computer with rail, he tells me, very good. I asked him to read a Gemara, he, he reads the Gemara. I, I, his father walked in afterwards and I told his father, you know, do, do, do you know, like, I, I mean, I don't think he should handle it. He said he can handle himself. He's been learning in Miyashi for a year and a half. He, he walks at first place, he sets up all the chairs. He, he goes over to my brother-in-law, Rebbe Yom, and says, could you daven, please? I didn't see Rebbe Yom today. I didn't see Rebbe Yom today because he walks by, feels the shender, feels the person out there. He, he goes and walks and talks and he's like a star. And I say I never was as humbled in my life as meeting this person. And here's a person, he has to eat special foods because his stomach is not a regular stomach, so he has to ask. It, there's nothing that he doesn't do. And here I could have put it, there's a Lashon Gemara he uses many times, Re'e Beria Shabarasi. Look at this speech I created. Um, you know, you, 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 there was a person in Yeshiva, was, when I came, he was a very Hashim man, his name was Menachem Marva. And he was, I'm not told I came, he must have been in his like 30s then, I know, something like that. He had put out the, the original time stencils, a lot of pieces saying, Mem, Mem, that's Menachem Martin. He was a, a Rebbe somewhere, I think in, 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 in uh, Kriyat Noah. He got a brain tumor somewhere in the early 70s. They operated once, for a year and a half it was okay. Came back again, they operated a second time, but he lost a lot of his kind of functions. And, um, and it was left a year and a half later. During that year and a half between the second operation and, and when he was Nifta, his mind was a fraction of what it was. He would sit on a Mishnah a whole day and review it again and again and again, never giving up. I mean, he was incredible, very calm, very this, again and again and again. And I asked myself, after it was Nifta, was he more inspiring first round or second round? First round, he was a man, learned very well, a very wonderful person. Yeah, it was really a very pronounced. Safe and nose, very inspiring. But the second time, where nothing would stop him. So we don't know, we don't know what Akash wants from us. But once we start looking at it as an obstacle course that Akash planted for us, as opposed to um, something getting in our way of what we should be doing. Then, then, then at least we have a very different set of tools to cope with. Yeah, what's your name? Uh, Ari. 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 Yeah. 
Where from? Uh, Brooklyn. <laughs> um, they say they choose the other. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's kind of two questions. Uh, the first question is, uh, I don't know what, what everybody thinks. Uh, for for Bahrain, how what's like the best thing they could do to have confidence in their learning and to have like confidence in, in their Yiddish guy and like overall that chat and also uh, how to be a simple and so other firms coming up. And so, I think two things, both of them. What gives a person simcha is accomplishment and achievement. I think in learning, one of the problems is today we don't hazard enough. It, it, it was, there is nothing as confidence building as clarity when, when you can sit down with somebody and you can say over the Gemara and tell the person, you know, sit down, Balpeh. The Gemara's point was this in the Mishnah. The Gemara had this problem. The Gemara answered this. Not the words, but the Shakhmataria. It takes a lot of Hazara. I remember myself when I was in camp. I, was, I must have been something like 14, 15 years old. That in camp was called Masidim program where you paid much less. Part of it was they used you to tutor other kids also. So two years I was at program, and I had to tutor about eight or nine kids over the day. That's how it worked out. I, I was, so I basically ended up reviewing them eight or nine times. So at first I was a little frustrated, getting back to, you know, why did I have to get stuck with it? But I soon realized that I know this cold. I still remember Tainus Megillah from then. I may have had it over one more time, but, but I still remember just simply. And it was such a good feeling where I could tell you what it says. And, and it takes a lot of hazards, you have to be able to do it in a smart way, because at some point your brain starts working. But when you know something clear, knowing the shock with in Yeshiva Bas, we stress a lot, we even give money for it. I found money for it, you know, for guys, and many people have told me the first time they could say 10 blocks comfortably was they, they were sold. They, they, they had a different, it's so different when you know what you're talking about and you can, and you can talk about it than, than, for instance, if I were to argue about the streets in your, in your place, you, you would tell me, you know, with all the respect, Rebbe, I think you don't quite know what you're talking about. It's this and this. You have no, if you know the Gemara that well, so. Having the time to chazen and doing shakmataria, I find that to be amazingly confidence-holding learning. And I think in Yiddishkeit, we do, in general mitzvahs, we do cheshman and nefes of what we're doing wrong, and, and that's important. I think a cheshman and nefes of doing right is so important for us because if all you're doing is wrong, at some point you say to yourself, you know, if I'm going to Gehenim anyway, I might as well at least enjoy this world. But if you understand what gifts you have in this world, that, that you, you have, uh, uh, you know, every day, a day is filled with tzitzis and tefillin and tefillah and learning and helping. And yes, there's always room to fix, but look what you do have. Um, I think it would, it, it would be amazingly confidence-building and, and happiness. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I was up in San I think it's the problem that our generation wrestles with. It came out a few months ago. And I assume it's, a, it's available. I don't have any with it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't sales event. 
Um, and, th and this is a question that most everybody wrestles with. Uh, uh, today, where so many people are so good to have both a, a real yeshiva education. And when I was growing up, very few people went to any yeshiva. And, and, and the people who went to yeshiva were the ones who needed to, to, to be the next generations. They Torah in the sense of, of, of whole people. Today, Baruchem, many, many people are zochot to learn in the yeshiva, to learn in a real way, and go on. So that's, a, that's an issue that everybody wrestles with. So I, I could, you know, I mean, something, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to sell the book, but I, I have a look at it. The, the, other, the other thing is, know your tachlis. The, the Goyim says that a Navi would tell a person his tachlis. He says, Bizman Azeh, we don't have a Navi, but everybody has Ruach HaKodesh. But then he says, you can't trust Ruach HaKodesh because you have a lot of Negeas. Like, should you be a lawyer? How much of it is because inside you instinctively know it's what you should do? And how much of it is everybody says, oh, he's a big lawyer, he's a big lawyer, he's a big lawyer. So, so that's an issue. Generally speaking, the most we can say is look at the talents that Hashem has given us, the circumstances, and use that as a guide and try to be as emesis of that as possible. If you certain talents, certain ideas, Hamza Baba says a person should work in an area that, that Hashem gave him those gifts. So at least we try to ask ourselves, what career am I suited for? Not what people will say, oh, he's a big doctor, uh, he's a big lawyer, but what am I suited for, what am I good at, one. Two, um, the, 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 uh, the, uh, thank you very, very much. Two, um, what is a career that will allow me to do the things um, I need to do? Sometimes, if a person goes to work as a lawyer in a, in a, in a private firm, in a big firm, he will be successful financially, but no family life, no ruchness in life. On the other hand, anthropology might be a wonderful thing. It's hard to make us and, and part of family, and you have to spend most of your time in the Fiji Islands or something like that. So you have to ask yourself, take different factors into account, help somebody guide you. Something that <coughs> speaks to your co-host, will allow you to live a life that's that's reasonably worthless will give you the time for learning adapting and not give you terrible decisions and then, you know a person for instance who has he, he's very personable and, and he can build a relationship with women very quickly he needs to stay away from that he has to really he has to stay he has to understand himself <coughs> so should this person be a psychologist who deals with women and with their problems if my nature is to get very involved with people and, and and so, not for me, I, you know, all these things have to be taken into account, and, and you, you're wise to speak it over with somebody who understands both the, the, the marketplace and you. Yes? Eitan Atal, Houston, Texas. Also Israeli background? No. No. Wh which school did you go to? I'm what? I'm yeah. Um, so, what, what would you say, like, is a bit, like, as advice to look at other people a lot of it? Some, some people so like, look at other Jews and like, oh, you find what's wrong with them. And people do it all the time, not just Jews, other people. So it was like, like, oh, I'm great, therefore other people are not as good as me. People do it all the time. What would you say is a big thing to do to help a person with the opposite straw to love other people? Not just, not just Jews, mainly Jews, but also other people that Jews around. So, in the long run, I think if, if you, as you go through life, you begin to see, like the Mishnah says, there is nobody that doesn't have his time and place. You see people that um, you need them 
people that you didn't particularly care for, you need them, they're critical, they're crucial. And you know, it, it, and then you begin to realize that every person has a, a tough kid that you're going to need, and that's his role, so that's one. Two, once you understand all, like, like we use this, 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 this idea about a personal obstacle course for a person. Every person has a part in themselves that struggles to do good, and every person has an internal obstacle course. And a lot of times, um, and it, you see it especially when you're dealing with, you know, with an age, many kids in 10th grade are highly obnoxious. And you struggle to find something, some redeeming feature. By the time they're 20, most people have, you've seen something come out that's the person and, and you know, other things. If you believe in that, um, then, 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 then you can work with it. It's, it's something that if you honestly believe in it, I once heard of Siddish Shavarat, Hazina Shemayim Vedabeira Vesishma Arts Imrefi. Also this, maybe the Capitians has said it, or one of those Rebbes. And um, he said, every person has a Shemayim and Aretz. I speak to the Shemayim, and the Aretz listens to Melo. You know, as I've seen a Shemayim Rebbes, I have to speak to the persons, and I ask myself, who am I talking to? And the answer is, no, I'm talking to somebody. I once heard this actually, there was a, there's a Chabad Shliach in North Carolina that we've got many good boys from him in our yeshivas. The clo- we're the closest to North Carolina. <laughs> it's a mere eight hours north. And the Rabbi Herman is a really wonderful person. And, and, and many fine boys have come from his house. I once met him in one of those boys. And I, I said, you know, you know, you're really Matzliach, how, how do you do it? And he says, always talk to the Nishama. Don't bother, you talk to the Nishama. Just bear that in mind. And it's true, and you say to yourself, you know, look at even in yeshiva like here, where people transform dramatically in, in a year or two, it's because it was always there. And, and if a person just keeps focusing on it, um, that then, then eventually he realizes it. And then you can see for other people also. You know, it, it, sometimes you have a person, many people who are obnoxious, it's because they themselves are miserable and they themselves um, are suffering from something and they're letting out their anger and bitterness on other people. If once you understand it that way, you, you, you're able to, 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 to look at a person different. A person whose own life is happy is a positive person and interacts with other people positively. And a person whose own life is wretched is going to um, get the other people I'll, I'll share, maybe I'll share a story with you on this. It's, it's this, this I wrote, in, again, I'm not, I'm not at books, I just, uh, I, I wrote a book, time pieces in the second, in, in, the, in the second edition, a few years ago, I added biographies of him. No, I added biographies of my father also. My father was a survivor of the Holocaust. He was a wonderful person, he wasn't a big rough, but a very deep person, a person with depth himself, a person with understanding, understand other people, feeling, very wise person, he was a role model to me. He, he, he was a very, um, he spoke very well, he, publicly, he, he, he would keep his remarks, they were clear, they were cogent, they were brief, people enjoyed my father really speaking. So one of the highlights was he would make a CMR Pesach for the shul, it was a huge shul, it was like for the father's the shamans of the shul, and the make a CMR was his job, 
and there would be, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 people at the seal. And he would give a little bit of introduction from the sech to say a few words about what you can learn from it. People liked it a lot. It was like a very nice thing. It was always very hard for my father because it was very hectic. And um, so people, his Erev Pesach, didn't know what to do first. So one year, he'd learned the Masech, I remember it was Erechen, with an old man. This was an older man. I don't know if he was, I, he wasn't a survivor. He had come from, he, I don't know, he'd come from Europe before the war. Crabby man, a uh, really unpleasant person, but knew how to learn a bit. And when finally the Chavrusa Erechen was hot, and they learned it together. And a few weeks before the scene, my father had a right He said, Mr. So-and-so, maybe you'll do the scene. So the person was like thrilled, like this would be like his moment and he said, sure, of course. People found out about it, and so the board came to my father and they said, it's not a privilege to see him, it's your job and you have to do it. You're doing it and he's not doing it. Nobody wants to hear him, nobody likes him, nobody hears him, you're doing it. Okay, so my father did it. This person was furious and angry at my father. And every time my father would walk by, he would turn his backside down. I was sitting one Friday night with my father at the Suda, and my father says that so-and-so quote-unquote reconciled with me. He came over and he said, Reverend Sia, that's my father's name, I have a limitzchus for you. Yeah, what's a limitzchus? That I know that people who went through the Holocaust are not all there. So that's my limitzchus for you. I'm not, a, I don't, I, I was gonna go straight to the person's house and turn his head around. I, I mean, you know, I was ready to, I'm not, I'm not, I'm usually very calm. My father grabbed my hands, you know, calmly. And he said, I did not tell you this story for you to get worked up. Let me tell you why I tell you this story. Think, second think. He said, I went through a lot. But Baruch Hashem, I'm a happy person. People smile at me, I smile at them. I, I'm, I'm happy, life is good to me. This person sits in a corner. He's angry at the world, the world's angry at him. No one talks to him, he talks to nobody. His life is misery. And he finally had a chance to get out of that misery, and he sees me as the one that took it. Took it. Don't you understand why he reacted the way he reacted? Understand the other person. And, you know, th that was, um, you know, th th that was a life lesson. Um, and then, you know, and, and most people, um, I had a close relative who was in a, a rehab place, return on nearby Chemish. And so I went to visit a few times, and the mantra over there was, En yeladim ra'im, yesh yeladim There are no bad children, there are children that are bad. And it's true. Every single kid who's delinquent, except maybe there's 1%, or 1,000% you know, psychopaths, abnormalities. Most people are doing crazy things, because their life has been miserable. One way or another, they've been molested, they've been maligned, they've been put down, they've been terrorized. They, there's always a child, and, and there are people like that also. Sometimes those people, you know, you, you can help, but once you understand it like that, then it's a different, then it's a, then at least you, you, you have Rahmanas in the person. You understand that he's as bitter as that, then, then, um, I'll tell you, let me tell you another story. You can learn something from big people. This is a story I heard from 
Rebbe Shapiro's almana, Rebbe Shapiro, her father was a tremendous Hamad Chacham. He was a very interesting person. His name was Aaron Bilostatsky. I remember him. He was a tall, thin person, very serious person, no light part to himself. Very serious. He had a kolo that was very chashrevla. Yashavad lived in that kolo. Dolly Yashayim lived in that kolo. He was a big time kolo. And, and, but close, much more close about himself, introverted. So she, I was once, whatever, I was in the case of sitting with her, she was telling me stories about it. She said she was a young child. They lived, I believe it was like on, 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 uh, not on Yechesco, beginning of Yechesco. And she was walking with her father, she was a little girl. And a Chiloni person walked by and started telling him terrible things. You know, really disgusting, terrible things. In those days, they were very antagonistic. You know, live and left live became a Chiloni mantra only now. In those days, it was like, we'll, we'll, we'll uproot this nonsense. And, and she said she was so frightened, she, she held onto her father's foot. When he finished ranting and raving, her father says to him, and let me tell you something, I love you because you're a brother of mine. He said the person like was stunned and ran away. From that day, every morning, two bottles of milk would appear at the doorstep every morning. And one day she, she got up early enough with her brother and they looked out and it was this person putting it down. For two years he brought two bottles of milk and for them it was, it was a fortune. And she asked her father, like, he said such terrible things, how did he say that? You know, it's just, he said, for somebody to be so nasty, something must really hurt. Nobody's that nasty if something doesn't hurt you. So I, I had that money son. I heard from the rabbits in Shapiro. Yes, what did you say? Yeah, what's your name? From Baltimore. Baltimore. What? Okay. Why, wait, wait, which school did you go to? The Skokie. Sure, yeah. Um, uh, something I've been learning about lately is like the Shiva, like, Shiva communities, both in the United States and here, like the Shiva Shemarah, Shiva Shemarah. Um, so, something I've noticed and been told about is that um, in, in the United States, when, when I was learning uh, high school, after high school, the emphasis of where they want to go is usually put on in the United States, like the top guys go to the United States. I just, I, and, and guys when going to here to show, it's not, it's not what I feel a lot of the time. And uh, I just, I want to know what's up with that. <laughs> like, why do the top guys go to Lakewood and they don't want to go to Lakewood Let's, let's, um, we're, we're talking about a, a cultural piece with a lot of pieces and most yeshivas like what we'd call yeshivas families are built that a bacha, you know, get to, a, he go to that yeshiva straight till he gets to a maturity and learning. 
So that would be like two and a half, three years afterwards. Then almost everybody comes to Eretz Yisrael um, to learn either brisk or near. The, the parents would rather they get a foundation in the school. They're weary of sending kid away alone in a different place, too much hefker. A lot of issues that they'd rather, the continuity of a Rebbe who knows him from his 15, 16, it, 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 it's, it's, it's a sense of, that's what it always was. They then, at some point, they feel they can get something that's a soul they can't get there. That's why they all come to Brisk at that time song. They go back to Lakewood because something that's a soul is difficult for a lot of people um, for many reasons. First of all, it does take an initial financially, that's so difficult being away from family, is not easy. The ideal, in other words, in, in the yeshiva world, the great ideal is Talmud Torah, whereas Eretz Yisrael is an element in Talmud Torah, as opposed to, let's say, a very Zionist community, where Eretz Yisrael is the ideal and Torah is part of that. So, so it really depends on where's your starting point. So if a person makes a cheshma, the lake will be much easier for him. For many Americans it is. He'll, he'll go back default there and, and, and learn there. Um, as opposed to somebody who's like very Zionist, where going to where Aliyah and Yisrael is the is sort of the, the peak. They'll choose that and they'll find the Yeshiva. So, so it really depends a lot at the end of the day. How do you construct what is the, 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 the peak, the arrowhead, and what's around it? Let me give you another example. Hasidim. Hasidim don't choose a yeshiva based on is the learning stronger. They'll choose <coughs> is today with their Hasidim. Because for them, the Baba of Ruach, the Gera Ruach, whatever Ruach, is the most important thing. And the learning is a piece. In, in other words, every, every Derech, Hashem, chooses its most primary focus and then puts the pieces around it. So, so no, in my, I remember still where a boy from a chassidus would come to the mir to learn because the learning was stronger. Today it doesn't exist anymore. The first question is, what does my chassidus have to offer? And, and they'll work around that. Um, it's, you know, it, it's, it's, it's where you put the most central focus and what you put around it. What? Thinking uh, that uh, learning has been the topic in, in, in development. Um, there's learning and there's an emotional attachment to the learning. Right. You can ask the question maybe this way: uh, If there be a student in any yeshiva developing and learning, but not developing emotionally, and I speak for Berkman as well. This is a problem. Yeah. Just as well as well, are learning at high levels, but they're dabbling at weak. Right. Um, can you comment on that? Is that I mean, something that needs to be addressed? Or if a book is learning, that's okay. Is there a certain minimal emotional goal that a boy should have? As, or even I should have. Any kid should have. Are you waiting for the emotional response? Or, uh, <laughs> so, generally speaking, um, this has also been different drachen. Everyone, everyone I, I think everyone will feel that if, the resp- if a person is cold inside, a, a body that's cold is dead, even if the eyes are open. Um, you know, something that's cold is, is, is not good. The question is, you usually can focus on one thing and hope everything else falls into place. Um, you ask yourself, what is the primary? Somebody comes, let's say somebody comes to psychologist, 
and he asks himself, what am I going to focus on? I have a lot of issues. You try to choose what's a primary issue and build everything around it. So, so here also, in the yeshivas, the sense was that learning from most Bachrim will create that primary um, focus that will lead to other things. It, the, in a yeshiva, it, the Muslim movement said it has not produced what's, what's appropriate. We need to ask special time devoted to, 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 to stoke a person's emotions. Um, unfortunately, Musa has become neglected. And I think we're going to be paying the price for it. I do think it's missing. It also used to be when people's lives were hard, like in Europe, emotions were easy to come by. When a person's on a lot of stress and strain, poverty, uncertain future, problems. So, so people, uh, Rev Heinstein in, in um, Tells used to say, in Europe, there, there, there was a sea of tears in, in, in a person, it needed a small excuse for it to burst out and cry. So came and says me true, okay, this, all of your problems, you, you, you don't have anything to eat half the week. You don't have, you have an old garment that's full of patches and you're embarrassed to walk with it. You have a daughter who's getting old and not married. You, 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 your, your son doesn't have any children. So many problems. So, so it just waited for an opportunity to burst out crying and, and so on. Baruch Hashem today, we live well, relatively, and it's, it's sometimes a problem that we should, if a person was misboning and, and bring out these emotions, but it requires a guided misboningness, and, and that's the job of Musa. In yeshiva like here, where people still are finding, you know, defining themselves, so of course Musa is a part of it. Unfortunately, in other yeshivas, it became, sometimes it becomes like um, the, the obvious. And when something is the obvious, it's not obvious. And, and it's, it is missing, I think. It, you know, it's, it's, it's something that we, you know, we do need to, to, to put more emphasis on. I mean, the Rishol Salanta said it is missing. And that was the point of Muslim movement. And even people in a position, but at the end, most people came around to it. Um, it's, it's, it's lost, even today, yeshivas that normally have Muslim, but they don't have that type of stoking of emotion. I think it's, it's, it's something we need to be mechazik. Yes, what's your name? Huh? What's your name? Yeah. Just wanted to clarify the last question. Is there like a specific Musr to teach in order to evoke emotion, or is Musr in general evoking? The other way around. Musr is a tool, and people should choose. For instance, um, I'm a believer, let's say, in a kumzitz, where, where, where somebody focuses what you're singing, what you want to, what emotion you want to bring out. Uh, uh, you know, th that type of, of kumzitz is a great tool for it. Uh, finding the right safer that brings out her emotions. And that's why the, the hardest question for me to answer is what must I learn? I, I can tell you what makes me tick, and it's th it changes. Some years I'm into this, some is that. The point I need to say is I need to feel inspired by the safer. Um, and and it, it differs from work differently for different people. If a person, it's two things. If a person feels inspired and does not become misguided, if a person decides he wants to become a chassid, and the person is a, and the person is doing it for the right reasons, of course it's a darchavos Hashem. 
sometimes a person does it out of a place of weakness. Like, it's a lot more fun than sitting as a line of learning. It seems to be doing all sorts of wild things. A person who is a Sisha Sefer, a Sisha Sefer needs to be taken and understood as poetry rather than as prose. When a Pesodic writes something on the Ishbits and people quote it, sometimes it sounds really extreme. It's picturesque language. You know, it's, it's like when he's saying that, that really, really, you know, he meant the big, it was a big mitzvah, not a big avera. He doesn't mean it literally. He, he means it, 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 it's, it's it, you know, understand another dimension of it. It's so, so if, if sometimes people read, someone told me, I, I met at Minneapolis once, I met this person, Linda Silverstein, who was a surgeon, brilliant, but not, no really shiva upbringing. And he told me, very enthusiastic person, very wild, all over the place person, that he's into Ishbitz and he's taking Ishbitz as far as that's his guide for life. I want to say you'll become a very fine Apicorus. <laughs> because if, if you read it as a literal safer, as a kid's Shahara, you're an Apicorus. The Ishbitz is, is, is extraordinarily beautiful, extraordinarily deep. But the language is picturesque. He, he's trying to say something with it. And, and, and if people don't understand it that way, they, they, they will go you know, off, off the deep end. So it's important to understand it. It's coming out of a context, it's coming out of a whole derech You can get a lot out of it. I personally am very into it, but it, it's important that you get the big picture in a way that, that you understand, it makes sense to you. What's right and what's supposed, supposed, supposed to do? If a sefer will write something like, all the learning of a whole day is not worth one amen yeshmirat, it's an exaggeration. It's a certain, it's a certain point a person has to make. But, but, but it's not. I once told somebody as a joke, we all know what are the three worst affairs. What are the three easiest affairs? What are the three lightest affairs? So my answer was, because every time somebody says a Muslim and wants to make a point, he says, this is much worse than the Gimel Averis. So if you add up enough Muslim the Gimel Averis become the bottom of the heap. So, so what does a person mean? A person means a point. There is a point that he's saying. It's not, like, it's not not true, but if you take it literal, so what's what? So coming to davening is doesn't make any sense. You know, if you're about to get angry, you should be Yari Val Yabafit. There's a halacha perspective, which is factual, and then there's a beautiful, and I've got a type of, of, of talking, it's an exaggeration. Let's give an example. I, I want people to understand. A picture is quote-unquote emis. A painting has been described a sheker that's your ultimate emis. So, it, 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 somebody, actually it was an Azebira, an artist used to live there, an Israeli from Israeli, he, he knew Rabbi Aaron Kotler's grandson, Sol Schwarzen used to live there, and he once painted a painting of him in Rabbi Aaron Kotler. Now, the painting was a Rabbi Aaron, his eyes were larger than, you, than normal and fiery reddish color. The picture was striking beyond words because it gave Rebaran's look was incredibly sharp and focused. And it was, you noticed that, he was a shoulder man and his eyes, so, so, so if someone were to say, oh, 
he must have had some sort of congenital defect because that size eye, that color is, 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 is no, it, it didn't look like that, but, but, but that's the, that was the impact. So which is more true, the picture or the painting? If you take it literal, the, pic, the, 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 the painting's a shekel. But, but if, if you're looking at the emotional impact, that's stronger. So understand Hasidus was, was, was an emotional impact. And if you take it that way, so it takes training to get the feel for that, for, the, for, for, for what that language means. But if you take it literal, the way you expect an Oscar Kitschhoff, like factual, except answer me in here, do not say here, not that, then, then I'll tell you, 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 go, you, go, you go off the derrick. That's the, it's, it's the... You can take it literal once you know that the emotion is trying to evoke his you, you have to understand what is meant, what are you trying to, to, to say with it. In other words, it's a description. So anything that that, that sounds to not lahalacha, or anything that sounds strange and very different than you have a certain sense. You're in a yeshiva, you see a lot of people, you have a sense of what's right though. It's not the ultimate. Ger has an emiss to it and 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 this has an emiss to it and that them. Everyone has an emiss. The question is, is that your derev? Should I practice what Ger says if I'm not a Ger Hus? The answer is no. It's a package deal. It, 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 it fits a certain group of people, and if you take the whole package, it, so, so if they say, you know, the, the way they're knowing certain things makes sense for them, makes sense for something that belongs there. doesn't make sense, but you can get certain points. You can get certain inspirations. That's where that balance lies. To be inspired, but understanding that you, you need a Derek. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. Thank you very much. It's a be available after after Mincha um, for a certain amount of time. Thank you so much. Okay. 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 Okay.